Continuing Simenun Gimel, we are up to Sif Chav Gimel. Simenun Gimel, as we've been learning, discusses the halachas of Ashliach Tzibar. In the previous few Sifim, we learned that it's preferable if the, if the chazan is actually hired by the Tzibar. And now we're going to get into the halachas of actually hiring who has to pay, how do you allocate funds. Now these next Sifim are fascinating from many different levels, including a historical view of how the shtetl would work and everyone would... Uh, would fund things via the community. Again, when we learn Shulchan Aruch, we should learn the Yisaitis, and usually the halachas apply just, you know, today just as they did then. However, when you deal with Chosh and Mishpat issues, uh, with Dini Mamanus, you always have to take into consideration what people agree to. If there's, you know, if there, there are a, a partnership and they have, they have a, partnership agreement, that's not what it says in Shulchan Aruch, but that's what they agreed to, so kol t'nai shebamamun is kayim. So, it could be, that's part of why things are done differently today than what we're going to see in the Shulchan Aruch, so one should keep that in mind, and I'll try to point out some of the differences in what people expect when they move to a kihila and how much they should pay, and this, this raises questions regarding tuition and fundraising and all types of fascinating topics. But we were just learning Dershu style, so we're going to see the, going to see the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishaburah. Shulchan Aruch here in Sifchav Gimel. That the money that we're going to use to pay the Chazan, the Shliat Tzibar, that comes from the Kupas HaKal. Let's just jump to the Mishaburah for a second. He says, Shinigbis Lafi Hamaman. Kupas HaKal meant it was raised based on a person's financial capability. So the wealthier people would give more, and, as, and like similar to an out-of-town school where the wealthier parents or the parent body, they end up funding most of the school, while the Yachid pays whatever they can, but it's really the Fim Hamaman. Versus the other way of raising money, we'll see, is called the Maybe some of the in-town schools have it. Every child has to pay, or every child has, his parents have to pay five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars tuition. Whether you're wealthy, whether you're not wealthy, it's lefi nefashis. Based on people, every person has to give a certain amount. It doesn't make a difference how wealthy you are or if you cannot afford it. So in general, there, there was usually a 50-50 split. We'll see in the Ramah. Over here, when it comes to the Chaz and the Shulchan Aruch says, we go with Ashiras. If uh, the Ashiris want to give more money, they could give more money, and that's how they would hire the Chazan. Even though it's the same service, the service is being provided to be a Chazan. Everyone's enjoying this Chazan still. An Ani cannot afford what an Asher could, and therefore when it comes to being hiring a Chazan, we want to go strictly with the female. And I will see the Mishabura. He alludes to a reason. We would do the first 50% would be based on people. And the last 50% would be based on mammon. So let's say it was $10,000 for this chazan. So the first $5,000 is uh, fundraised per person. And the other half, that was done. That's the standard minog in the kehila. So what does this all mean? So the Mishavur here says in Sifkat and Samba, Zayin, Zechar, Shri, Yotzibur, Vesimun, and Heis, Chafalaf, Shepoitzeg, Techetz, Lefimam, Nechetz, Lefinafesh, there that the Shachnar discusses hiring a tenth person for a minion or the like. So there, we do this 50-50 split like the Ramah says. So he brings in a machlekes, the Ayur Abbas, Mechalei, Tevechaz, and Shani. A chazan is different, but the Grah holds no, the Mechaber 
went back on what he said here and, and ended up agreeing to the Ramah later on that we would do this 50-50 split. Now, what would be the reason of the Al-Yarabba that a Chazan is different? So we'll see this in the Mishabur later on that if you go to the Fimaman, then you could the community could afford a better Chazan. Because if you're if you go to the Nefesh, you're limited. Whatever the basic uh member can afford, we can't make him pay more. So if, any, if every single person can only afford $10, so if you have 100 people in shul, you, the chazan that you're going to get is at a $1,000 chazan, not more. But if you go to the if you have uh, wealthy people in shul, you could hire the best the best chazan in the world. So therefore, we'd rather leave it open for the ashir to get involved, and therefore we should go to the and not the fee nefashas. That's the Al-Yarab. Mekubas HaKol, Shanigvaz Lefim Amun. Chetzik, Yeh Svar Lomer, Sha'on Yitzarach Lachazin K'moy Asher. Therefore, he needs it as well. So he should also be a, be a participant. V'yish Lep Amun Sha'ashim, Noyis Niyosim Amun Lachazin Shekol Arav Yoyser. Gam Sha'on Yoch Lidach Lomakam Achar, Avkein Osu Pshar Zayis. So it's very interesting that it sounds like the Oni, the poor man, back in the day, we'll see this uh, elaborated as well, in the next Sifkatan, they had more opportunity to leave town. They weren't so worried about their cows, about their fields, about someone robbing them. They left town. They could go away for Rosh Hashanah. They could go to Uman. They could go to uh, Eretz Yisrael. No problem. The wealthy people were stuck. So the wealthy people, they, they're the ones that really needed this chazan in this community. The other guys could leave, could leave town. Therefore, with all the different considerations, they made this pshara. They give equally. That's the first half. That every time they, they, there was a marriage, so they would there would be a tax, so to say, from the wedding funds. Part of the funds, there would be a fee on top that would go to the town chazan. I guess he would sing by the wedding. And... It was not a fixed rate. It wasn't a fixed amount. It was a percentage. It was points. It was based on the nadim, the dowry. So when the wealthy guy, when Rothschild was making a wedding, 5%, we'll just give a number, 5% of that dowry went to the chazan. So the chazan ended up making more money. So that ends up being the chazan, meaning you didn't have to do this in the beginning of the year. It automatically would come to them from the chazanas in town. They would take the fee, other, other different considerations. That, that simon in chazan deals extensively with gehilisha. That's only by the chazan for the yom and ram. The wealthy people can't leave town. They have too much to lose to leave town. The poor people could leave town. And therefore, they're gonna, they could bounce. And that's why we want them to... Uh, we, we, we allow then everyone should play an equal part even the poor people would have to give money and therefore you wouldn't just go with Lefimamun you would do the the 50-50 split okay Siv Chavdalet another fascinating Siv so a bunch of guys get together and they build a shul and they gotta, they, it comes to Yom and Ram they realize they don't have a rabbi yet but they also need a chazan 
So what should we do? We have $20,000. Should we hire a rabbi for a year or hire a chazan for two days? It's the same $20,000, unfortunately. So, And they can't afford both of them. So if the rav that, that, that took a prabba that they're going to hire is... Uh, He's a muvok, he's, he's a god of Batayra, and he understands psak, which is very important in Baki Bara. We'll see in the Mishabura who kaidem he comes first, and don't hire the chazan. If not, the shliach tzibur comes first. It seems like the rabbi, who's just a speaker, he's not a, a paisik, you'd rather hire a singer than the rav. We're going to see in the Mishabura it's not so simple because the Shochanach is discussing when they needed the Shliyat Sibur to be mighty them. To be mighty Dechavasa Betfila. Today, the Shliyat Sibur is not being mighty Dechavasa Betfila. We have already, we, we daven ourselves. We all know the, the text of the Siddur. And therefore, this halacha might not apply in the same exact uh, way, often to hire a singer instead of a rav who's not a poisic, but you see the, the concept of the definition of a rav, he has to be a bucky by a rav. Today, again, the, the style in many shuls is that, especially in the bigger cities, in the, in the larger cities, they have poiskim in town, but the rav has a different role. The rav is there to be a friend, to be someone that you could rely on, to inspire you. The um, chule, and of course, there's plenty of room for both ty- and all various types of rabbanim in Klai Yisrael. Siv katan ayin aleph in the Mishabura. Who called him? Afagav di yechsel lehem ayedei ze mitzvah tefila. Even though if you hire this rav, you're going to lose that on tefila. Shalai yilahemishi yitzi emidei chivasam. You're not going to have someone who could be moitzi. Uh, moitzi yidei chivasam. They won't be able to, to accomplish uh, tefila. So zeshiyir. So still. This fellow who they're going to hire, this Rav, he's going to be a Rav, he's going to be a Marit Tzedek, he's going to teach them the Torah, it's better to have that than your, uh, your davening. If you look in the, um, the, uh, the, the Ahrenim, they ask, if you hired a Rav and he knows that a Paskin doesn't know how to daven for the Amr, he can't be Moitzi, that doesn't make sense. So, uh, and you can tell me he doesn't have a nice voice. It's, it's very difficult to understand what exactly this means. So, it really depends. If you're learning the Shulchan Aruch the way I'm learning it, which I think is the Pshat, according to Kemal Oda Achronim, he's discussing being Maitzi Yedei Chavasim So, to be Maitzi Yedei Chavasim it's very difficult to to understand this. So, that, that's the more Tzidei Kasha than... Any rav should be able to to to, to be mighty the chavasim However, if you learn differently, that what and you could and maybe it answers the question that we're talking in a case, we're just saying stop. You don't have a, a rav that could lead a tefila. So you have a rav, but he's not a chazan. He's not a chazan. He can't dive him for the other. And therefore, the shulchan is saying, I'd rather have a rav than a chazan. But the question is, why is that called being moitzi dechevasim? It's a fascinating question. We'll leave it as a kasha. Okay, let's keep going. 
So to have a Dayan or a Moriah Tzedek, to have a Rav who's a Paisik, that's better than Davening. This, this chiv of having a, a Paisik in every single city. Everyone in the town has to give money towards this Paisik. One is a person not allowed to say, I don't need a Rav, I don't need a Paisik. Even if it is in a chanami, it's correct. You yourself could pass in your own shilas. You don't have any shilas. Still, you have to put yourself together with it. Everyone has to give money for the mikvah, even if they themselves don't use the mikvah. They will still have to help support. If this rav is not going to pass in, Stam, he's a speaker, he's a inspiring guy, he's a chassidah rebbe, but he's not going to paskin, he's not going to be able to teach them up here so then I might as well have a chazan, because at the very least he'll be mighty them through davening, it begs the question, then this guy can't even, this guy can't even daven for the Yomar, but that's what the Mishabur says, seems very schwer that you'd have this situation, um, but that is how the halacha is presented here. Let's see one more. You don't remove a chazan from his post unless you find that he is uh, something puzzle with him. The people are talking about him, rumors on Vosaznayas, uh, that he was uh, hanging out with, uh, with a goita or. Um, or he was uh, he was he he was he mastered on someone. Those things we, we would not remove him from his post. So the Rama will continue with this uh, discussion and we'll, we'll we'll get to it tomorrow. But for now we'll just see the Mishabura, Khazmi Manasivua Din the Khola Hismanus Makam Shloinagulimanoilas Manidua or any other type of um any other type of appointment. We don't uh, remove him from his post. Unless there's something there, because people are going to say, oh, he lost a job because he must be doing something, some funny business. But so you have to find something that's possible. Even if he swears, I'll never do this again, doesn't help. Now you're swearing? You already swore at Harsina, and that didn't stop you. But to appoint someone new, this comes up regarding a mashkiach, mashkiach kashras. To remove someone from being a mashkiach, so then, yeah, you need you need a real data, you need real information. But in order to hire someone, if you have any rinun ba'amo, you don't have to hire him. I'll do so when he was younger. The Abbas of we saw earlier, he cannot be a chazan. We should. Uh, we shall at least put, you know, if, if there's a call going around, there's a rumor, let's have a bezin. If you have a shliach tzibur, his daughter was mezana when she was when she was married. It's only with him. I mean, it's not good about his mishpacha. But um, if he was already hired, we're not going to take him down. He was master in some shliach tzibur. I am a chavir l'master l'akum. If he didn't end up mastering on him, so he doesn't become possible. We, we scream at him, we give him masra. We're going to remove you from your post. If he keeps on uh, doing these things, you should, in fact, remove him from his post.